want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. And to be quite honest with you guys, I am feeling off this week. I don't know if it's the daylight savings, time change, the weather going from really warm to really rainy and kind of nasty. I don't know. Do you guys feel like your energy totally plays into what the outside world is doing? And I'm talking about like the weather or maybe even the people around you. Like, do you ever feel like when you're around certain people, you have more energy and then when you're around other people, you have less energy, but there's just something about like this week specifically and there are like a couple factors that I can totally pinpoint in my mind right now that we'll get into in like a totally different podcast but there are just things in my life that are absolutely draining my energy this week and it's been a rough few days. I have been having like these really weird headaches. I've been having cramps which I've never really had like terrible periods and I just feel like I'm not even on my period and okay that this is something that we're gonna have to talk about in a completely different podcast but like I've just been having these weird cramps like I've never felt before and just like weird feelings honestly a bunch of weird feelings that like I've never felt before and it's just been a very off week for me and I knew that I wanted this podcast episode to revolve around how to tune into your energy, your body, figure out when you're feeling off and then what to do about it. A lot of us go through life with this idea that we have to subscribe to other people's schedules. Let me kind of explain this a little bit further. So think about like a nine to five job, okay? You probably wake up way before 9 a.m. to get ready eat breakfast, do your workout in the morning because that's what everybody else does. Do this morning routine that you think that you have to do because everybody else has a specific morning routine and there are things that they do in the morning that you think you should do too. And then you go off to work or maybe you're going to school. Maybe you have an 8 a.m. class. That literally sucks. If you're listening to this and you are not in college yet, um, but you go to school at like 8 a.m. or maybe, maybe you wake up and you get on your Zoom call at 8 a.m. to go to school, school, quote unquote school. It's crazy crazy world that we're living in right now that you literally can't even go to school but anyway if you're taking an 8 a.m class in high school 
don't sign up for 8 a.m. classes in college because trust me, it's a completely different ballgame. That's my one little tidbit of college advice that I'm going to give you guys in this episode. Total tangent, but I put up on the podcast Instagram. Make sure that you're following the podcast Instagram. I've been trying to use it more and I asked you guys what topics you wanted to hear and so many people said college content, college this, college that. And while I used to create a boatload of college content i've talked about this in a variety of different videos and maybe a couple podcast episodes but i am not a college creator and i am in a very different part of my life than i was you know a year and a half ago two years ago when i was making those like dorm tour videos and like moving into my sorority house and all that stuff and I am so far removed from the typical college lifestyle and also college is changing so rapidly. The college life that we used to know and live out essentially, that has all changed. We are not living in the same world that we were a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I got I got a couple DMs like people asking me to kind of give advice on like freshman year and like what to do and what to prep for and I'm like, I can't give you that advice because my freshman year experience is drastically different than what you might experience in the upcoming freshman year. Like, I obviously understand that it can't be the same, but all of college right now is not the college that, like, I knew. And so I feel like me giving college advice would just come from a completely different place. Does that make sense to you guys? And I also feel like emotionally and mentally, I'm not like the typical college creator, nor do I want to create college content because I just don't put myself in that category anymore. And so like, obviously I'll give you guys like little tidbits, like nuggets of advice here and there, but I am completely shifting into a different place in my life. And I am in a completely different place in my life, my goals, my business. I mean, if you were to ask me a year ago what I wanted to do, um, well, first off, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Second off, I would just say, oh, you know, I really hope that YouTube takes off so I can just be like a full-time content creator. And now I'm like, there are just so many bits and pieces of my life that I don't want to share with the internet. And there are so many things that I would much rather share instead that don't necessarily have to do with me, but have to do with how you can help you, how you can heal yourself, how you can become the best version of yourself. And part of that comes from tuning into my mind and my body and truly stepping into this new version of myself and stepping into what Lily 2.0 essentially we can go back to that episode um I think I posted like the beginning of the year but I mean even within the past two months I feel like month to month like week to week I'm changing I'm not the same person that I was so I don't know I just I feel like I have to keep like proving that I'm not a college creator anymore and that is just kind of, I was just like just heartbreaking to me because I don't necessarily put myself in this box anymore. But yet, because like when you go back on my channel, like that obviously was the content that I used to make. And it's weird because I'm shifting from like one niche to another, you know? That's just kind of my internal struggle and what I've been dealing with on a day to day basis of like where I want to go with my YouTube channel. And this podcast is definitely more of a reflection of where I want to go um, rather than my YouTube channel where I feel like I'm kind of still in this box essentially. 
So we are constantly subscribing to these outside ideas that people have of us or feelings that we think that we should feel or things that we think that we need to be doing, whether that's like a certain path in your life, whether that's like a certain job for you, um, or, or even if you're doing what you love and doing what you know you're supposed to be doing, um, there's still a schedule that you probably have to follow. Although there's no way necessarily around that, like if you have a nine to five job that you love to go to every single day, obviously you have to go nine to five. That's like, like that's part of the job. But once you begin to realize that you're the only one that's in control of your mind and your body, then you can really tune into what you actually need. Even if you do have to subscribe to other people's schedules, subscribe to some extent other people's ideas of you, you can kind of find a way to navigate that and and use it to your advantage rather than having it take advantage of you. Your body is always sending you signals and you can tune into these signals and think about, wow, This thing that I ate for breakfast gave me so much energy. I feel absolutely fantastic. It sustains me until lunchtime and, you know, I don't get a headache. I don't really need that third cup of coffee. I'm feeling fantastic and maybe I should eat more of this. Or your body might send a signal and say, hmm, that donut that you ate for breakfast made you crash like, you know, 30 minutes, an hour later. This feels funky. This hurts. This just isn't quite right. And... Your body's always sending you signals such as this and they might look a little bit different for you. They might come up in the form of maybe inflammation, acne, bloating, depending on like the foods that you eat or maybe even just like a feeling like maybe you're around a certain person and you walk away from that hangout session feeling drained. That's obviously your body's signal saying this person doesn't really fill up my cup. But a lot of us suppress these signals or we just don't even know where to or how to recognize them in the first place. And so once you begin to tune into your body's messages, you begin to live a more deeper and meaningful life and the relationship and connection that you have with your mind and your body can help you live more confidently, more boldly, and just be the best version of you. But that doesn't come without tuning into who you really are. And this work doesn't happen overnight, okay? So I'm going to give you guys like three baby steps, baby steps on how to recognize these signals and essentially how to tune in to what your body truly needs. And just like anything that we talk about on my podcast or maybe other like health and wellness podcasts that you might listen to or guidebooks that you read or programs that you do, it only works if you do. You can listen to as many podcasts as you want, listen to as many videos as you want, but unless you actively implement the tips, tricks, little things that you hear, nothing will change. I think listening and learning is obviously a very, very good place to start and you have to essentially like get yourself to a certain point where you're like, okay, I've listened so much, I've learned so much, now I can begin to implement these things and My best piece of advice to you, because there is an overwhelming amount of information out there, I completely realize that. It's very difficult for me as well to, and this might even be why I've been kind of feeling a little bit off and funky this week, but when you get this information overload by like spending too much time on social media or listening to too many podcasts with too much information, it all becomes too much and you're just like, holy shit, like I don't know where to start. And so take a step back and be like, 
which one or two little pieces of information, little habits resonated with me? What one or two, maybe three, but honestly, start with one. What one little thing can you do that will benefit you? And just tune out all the other stuff because it's so overwhelming, especially if all you do is scroll social media all day and like watch like all these like random health and wellness reels telling you like, make sure to drink this because it's going to help with this and make sure that you do this workout because it does this for your body and just get off Instagram, okay? I mean, Instagram is great for like quick information and, you know, learning about new stuff happening in the world and connecting with people and all this other stuff, but it is like information overload, I looked at my screen time today. I've been spending way too much time on Instagram within these past few days and I start to feel just some type of way when I spend too much time on social media. And so when thinking about implementing any new habits into your routine, do it because you think that it's a good idea. Do it because it resonates with you. Don't do it because you saw it on Instagram or heard me talk about it on a podcast, do it because it resonates with you. And if what I'm saying in this podcast episode doesn't necessarily resonate with you, that's okay. Maybe you just listen because you just want to hear what's up. Maybe this is something that, you know, you can put in your back pocket for later, but it doesn't all have to happen right now. And you're probably like, well, how do I even know if it resonates with me or not? That's what we're going to talk about today is how to tune into your body, what your body and your mind is saying, yes, this is going to work for me or yes I would like to try this this sounds like something that resonates with me this sounds like something that I would like to do versus information overload and sometimes guys you just need to turn off the podcasts delete Instagram for like a day and just listen to some music and just like go for a walk like you don't always have to be consuming information just wanted to throw that out there so step number one on how to tune in to your mind and body is recognize that your body always wants the best for you. To make this like a very simple example, when you get a cut on your leg or like a blister on your foot, your body creates a scab or like a little bubble. Like, you know, when you get a blister, like you're trying to break in new shoes and like you don't wear socks or maybe you do wear socks and like you get that little bubble, like ew, full of like ew pus. That's your body's way of creating a little like natural band-aid or like a scab to help mend you back to full health. And it's so, the body can do so many amazing things. So that's just like one little small example of the way that your body is always trying to help you. Once you realize that the body and the mind are so interconnected and that in order to live your best life, you have to put your physical needs first, that's when change begins. And so for me, I'm going to talk from personal experience here. I actively search for my body's clues and I look for my body's clues saying this is working, but this isn't. And so I keep a journal and this is, I think in my opinion, the best way to do it is to keep a journal and I write down the things that I eat, I write down my workouts, I write down how I'm feeling that day, um, potential stressors in my life, big events that happened, and how I'm feeling about those big events. And now I'm at a place where I don't write down all of these things every single day, unless it's significant. Like, let's say I'm feeling bloated around like 6 p.m. I'll go in my journal and I'll write down what I have for lunch, what I have for dinner, and maybe like stressors in my life. And then typically mapping that out on paper, I can see, okay, you know, I had a little bit too much of this, you know, not enough of this, and that's why I'm kind of not feeling like my best today. But it takes time to get to that place. But a good place to start is just by keeping a journal 
of what's going on in your life. And then that way, when you start to kind of feel off track, you can look in your journal and say, okay, like last Friday, X, Y, and Z happened. A week later, I'm kind of feeling like this. You know, the daylight savings time happened. I'm kind of feeling off about it. I'm spending too much time on social media. Maybe that can contribute to how I'm feeling. I would highly, highly, highly recommend keeping a journal. Or you can even do it in like the notes app of your phone. But just jotting down a few items from the day or like stressors in your life or things that are going well, challenges that you're facing can truly help you begin to see what's going on in your life that might impact your body physically and mentally. Moving on to step number two or item number two. These can honestly go in any order, but just I guess like three ways that you can tune in. Okay, number two, get comfortable being by yourself. And I used to think that I was lonely because I wasn't really surrounded with people my own age. I was you know, back home living at my parents' house, COVID happened, blah, blah, blah. We're all really lonely right now. That's just how the world seems to be. There's really no community for anybody right now, which is absolutely heartbreaking because humans are, humans need community. It's it's what we do and that's how we thrive is in communities. But we have to learn how to be there for ourselves especially in a world right now where community is essentially nowhere to be found. I actually have a whole episode on how to be your own best friend. If you guys want to listen to that, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, But something that I heard on a podcast a while back that really resonated with me, and I think about this a lot, is the fact that you're never really alone because you always have yourself. And while obviously we do need some sort of community aspect because that's when people thrive, you have to be alone to kind of do a little bit of the work. You know how earlier we talked about implementing the one, two, three little habits? Like you can always do it with a friend and be like, hey, you know, you want to try to do this workout class with me or you want to try to do this new thing with me. But the work really happens when you yourself decide that okay, I'm comfortable being by myself. I'm comfortable here. You know, let's kind of explore more of what I can do for me. And it takes a lot of work to get to that place of being okay with being alone. So that's not something that's going to come easy at all because it's not. That's something that you have to come to terms with on your own. I don't know about you guys, but I have conversations with myself in my head all day long just about like miscellaneous things or sometimes I'll write down a little idea that popped into my head or I'll write down a to-do list on my phone because I'm feeling overwhelmed. That's another thing too, completely unrelated, but I wanted to share this tip with you guys. Um, If you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you feel like there's way too much on your plate right now, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, write down your to-do list. It sounds so simple, but once you write down the things that you have to do, you'll be like, oh wow, I really don't have that much to do after all. And even if you do have a lengthy to-do list, it's probably not nearly as bad as you thought up in your head it was going to be. So that kind of rolls us into tip number three. When you begin to receive these signals of I'm tired, I'm stressed, I'm energized, I'm hungry, do something about it. Take action. Your body is always sending you these signals and unless you actually do something about it, it's like, what's the point? It's like, okay, I've told you a million times that, you know, when you eat a donut for breakfast, you don't really feel that good. You know, maybe you could have some eggs too and balance it out. (laughs) 
you know? Like maybe there's things that we can add in that will make us feel better. But if you're just going to keep giving me a donut, I'm going to keep sending you signals that the crash happens very quickly and you don't feel great after. Change doesn't happen without action. Kind of like we talked about with the to-do list, if your body's saying, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, do something about it. One thing that I um, really think is important and something that's really, really resonated with me this week specifically is when your body's saying, I'm tired, I need rest, please, please, please just let me rest, you take rest. There's no point in running yourself into the ground because you aren't listening to, I need rest, I need rest, please, please, please let me take rest. And with the time change and everything, like my sleep schedule is so thrown off. I've really been grinding on my program, finalizing the curriculum, blah, blah, blah. Like my body is working harder than it has in a very long time and I'm doing more than I have in a very long time. And this week, it's like I just got knocked down. And even though I do have work to do, I do have a lengthy to-do list. I am feeling very overwhelmed. I am a little bit stressed. I let myself sleep in the past two days. And I fueled my body with extra good food this week because that's what it was asking for. And I've started replacing coffee with matcha or green tea because that helps to alleviate stress a little bit for me. And this is a huge one too. I think busy culture and hustle culture make us feel like if we take time off, we are behind. And that could not be further from the truth because if you don't take time to rest... You're going to burn out so much faster than those who do take a weekend, who do take one day a week, a couple hours a week to do something for themselves. And once you stop ignoring these warning signs that your body's giving you, or even like the, um, what's the right word for it? Or even like the positive signs. Like if your body's saying, wow, that felt great. I feel like we've kind of been on like a little, a little low here, but if, if you do like a workout or eat a food or, um, Maybe you read something that really resonates with you or like you watch a TV show that you really like or you listen to a podcast and you're like, wow, that was so uplifting. That was so positive. I'm on like a high. I feel great. Keep doing more of that stuff. Why wouldn't you want to do more of the stuff that makes you feel good? Don't go back to the old stuff that doesn't make you feel good. Do more of the good stuff. Like remember what makes you feel good and do more of it. So that's pretty much it for today's episode. I wanted it to be short, sweet, to the point. And just kind of give you guys a little bit of insight into where I'm at, how I'm kind of tuning in and how essentially I've started to shift and started to listen to my body more and started to just tune in. Because once you do these three steps, it really helps with building confidence, with building motivation, with building up your own self-love, your self-respect, your body image, just realizing that like this is the body that you're in, so you need to take care of it. So I hope that this episode resonated with you in some way, shape, or form. If it did, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram if you want to see more from me. My username is at LilyRaco, and that will be linked in the show notes. You can also follow the podcast Instagram. That is 8020pod, yeah, 8020pod, 8020pod on Instagram. And I love you all so, so much, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.